When she finally spoke, her voice was quiet and quivered with an uncharacteristic level of emotion. What's so wrong with right now, huh? What if this is all you get, kid? I've done that life, Ma. It was a nightmare. Murphy felt his mother's hand hard against his cheek. He stared up at her and saw angry tears brimming at the edges of her eyes. He'd never seen her cry or get this angry. It seems like nothing is ever enough for you, and if you can't be satisfied with what you have right here, right now, then you're never gonna be happy, no matter what you get. Murphy dropped his head in shame. His words had hurt her. She'd worked her entire life to give him the best life she possibly could, and here he was telling her how bad it was. Her voice softened and turned wistful. You asked me if there was something I wished I could change about my life, if there was something I would do different. Murphy remembered the question he'd asked her over dinner a few days ago. He thought she hadn't paid too much attention to it at the time, but apparently it stuck with her. If there was one thing I could change, that would be it. Murphy remembered hearing an adage that you can only be as happy as your least happy child, and now, having been a father, he completely understood. Murphy had never been much of a crier either, but he had almost forty years bottled up inside him, and once the dam burst, it was a deluge. He broke down, his chest heaving as sobs racked his body. All the things he'd never said to her, all the goodbyes and I love yous. And here he'd thought he was going to make her happy, and he'd never felt more like he'd failed her in his life. I'm sorry. I can't even take care of my family. I can't do it again. Not going back. So what if I don't play a stupid football game? After a few minutes of blubbering, he realized she'd come over to his side of the table and was holding him. His tears weren't falling on his cheeks anymore. They were being absorbed into the clean linen of her work scrubs. When his chest finally stopped heaving, she pulled him upright. Hey, she said, snapping him out of his somber reverie. What do you want, son? What are all these tears about, huh? Murphy wiped his face and looked at his mother, caught in waves of uncertainty. He hugged her again and this time held on. There was a chance he might not ever see her again. Not as he remembered her, anyway. Thelma in a mansion was a different woman to him somehow, and though he wanted and planned to deliver his mother a better life, he would miss this hard-scrabble, no-nonsense woman. He met her gaze, making sure to memorize every line, every wrinkle of her face. It's just... You won't be there, Murphy said. Just because I'm not there doesn't mean I'm not there, she said, eyes on his. Murphy remembered all the times he'd imagined her sitting in the broken-down pinto at the edge of his bean field. The time he swore he could feel her watching over him, long after she'd been buried. Her statement rang true. As long as his heart was beating, his mother would be with him, whether she was alive or not. As he thought back across his journey to this moment, part of him couldn't help but wonder whether the whole thing might have been her doing. She'd spent her life fulfilling her son's wishes, 
breaking her back working every day in the hope that he found happiness. I just want to make you proud. I just want to make everybody proud. But I don't know what to do. She stared at him, intent on getting her point across. Stop worrying so damn much about doing what is going to make everyone else proud and do what's going to make you proud. You get that? Murphy was quiet, not fully comprehending. She simplified. You want to make me proud? Make yourself proud. Thelma grabbed his chin, raised it, and locked her eyes onto his, the way she always did when she wanted him to understand something. She knew the only two openings into her son's thick skull were through the soft parts, his eyes. And I'm not talking to Mr. Football, neither. I'm talking to Scott Murphy.